Hello, and welcome to All Things Plantagenet. My name is Donnie Hazel, and I am your host. To all of my original listeners, welcome back. To those new to the show, welcome. I am a storytelling historian with a great love for the Plantagenet dynasty, as I am a direct descendant to Geoffrey of Anjou via my paternal line on my grandmother Carter's side. I descend through Diana Skipwith, daughter of Sir Henry Skipwith and Amy Kemp. Diana married Captain Thomas Carter. They immigrated to the Americas in 1650, settling in Barford in Lancaster County, Virginia. So with that said, please like and download the show as it helps other listeners learn about the show. If you wish to support this podcast, there is a link for you to do so, and it would be much appreciated as it would help with costs of maintaining the website www.allthingsplantagenet.com where you can find the podcast as well as extra items for each episode you can read or download. You can also find great books and videos for sale as well. Feel free to also visit our Facebook page. A link is provided as well on the website. Okay, on to the episode. Count of Anjou, and by the disgrace of God out of my lands, but by God I will get them back again. Deny me the right to nominate the next Archbishop of Canterbury. It is the ancient right of every cathedral chapter to elect its bishop. God forbid that I should trespass on your ancient right. But the Archbishop of Canterbury is, by his ancient right, chief advisor to the king. And it is my ancient right to say who he should be. All my predecessors appointed their archbishops. My father made Thomas, who was a saint. There. Richard sent Hubert Walter to you from prison and told you to elect him. Now Hubert has gone to his reward in heaven. There's all the chapter here. A short while ago, I came to see you, and I proposed John de Grey. A saintly man, a bishop, my secretary, who knows the business of the kingdom. Did you elect him? Or did you meet in secret and elect one of your own? Some of you are missing. Who is missing? Where are they? Where is your prior, Father Reginald? Is he here? Or is he in Rome? Calling himself Archbishop of Canterbury, deceiving the Pope, defrauding God, defying the King! Do you think I am soft because I have been lobbed? 
Well, I tell you that a pruned tree grows the harder. What I have lost across the sea makes me grasp what I have here the harder. So hard! You will say my father was a soft man by comparison. He made one Beckett. I swear I will make Beckett of you all. Lord King, what must we do? Indeed, we sent our prior to Rome, but what he said or did, he must answer for it. Shall we elect John de Grey? He is elected. Shall we send a delegation to Rome to say he is elected? They would go tomorrow. And God said, let there be light. trod a thousand thousand feet to Rome without a squeak and now art thou complaining your foot's no fool thou should have wept tears of blood to walk where Peter walked from the Lateran Hill to the Vatican Hill and back every day following the Pope's stool his stool father Reginald his chair his table his bureau his stool his five secretaries and their secretaries whom I know by name, having importuned them individually. They don't know me, of course. I'm only the Archbishop of Canterbury. But why should Pope Innocent transport his stool back and forth across Rome? Because he's busy with kings and emperors and begrudges a moment to nature. God bless us. He's heard from King John. There's a king's proctor here protesting my election. Uh. Father Reginald, you are no longer elected. It's for life. We feared it would be so when you returned to England, and both would end suddenly. So, we elected another. You elected me unanimously! Who? The King's secretary, John de Grey. Unanimously. One of you might have abstained. It's the King and Canterbury again. I suppose he threatened you. With martyrdom. And Thomas had already done that. Oh, never mind. There's the Basilica of Constantine. After dinner, I'll show you the heads of St. Peter and St. Paul. And the Scala Sancta. The marble steps from Pilate's Palace in Jerusalem, where our Saviour went up and down to his martyrdom. Oh, Jesus. I am unworthy to die for you. Oh, my son. It's God's will that neither you nor I will be remembered as great men. Thank God for it. For when I think of many of the great men who are remembered, I'm glad to remain unknown. Take your foot out of the water, you'll catch a cold. It's the Pope's business now. You see, then, who is the servant whom the Lord has set over his household? The vicar of Christ, the successor of Peter, the Christ of the Lord. One set as an intermediary between God and man. Less than God, more than man who must judge all, but who is himself judged by no man. For the Apostle Paul has said, he that judgeth me is the Lord. For the rulers of the world he was absolutely unreasonable. If we set out today, we could be in England for Easter. No, we can't go back to England. When he hears that the Pope has refused to confirm John de Grey... But the King could never have expected that Pope Innocent would give us so famous an Archbishop as the one we've just elected. Did you watch the King's Proctor? To tell the truth, I dare not lift my eyes from the Pope's feet. He wasn't pleased. With a cardinal, one of the first scholars of our time, and a poet. Veni Santi Spiritu. We're talking about politics, not poetry. About the power of Pope Innocent in Rome to dictate to King John in England. About government.
Monks don't make good bishops any more than virgins make good midwives. John! John! Keep looking. Look in Samuel. There might be something in Samuel. Why do they call this place Godstow? Why they built a convent at Godstow? Here is a riddle. Who lives on God's toe? Mm. None. <laughs> None, John. John? Ah! Give me a kiss. No! Aren't you well? Hmm? How's my son? Hey. What are you doing in there? Looking for precedent. Biblical authorities' arguments against the Pope, anything to keep Stephen Langton out of England. Lord. I cannot have the Pope appoint my archbishops. He'd be full of his relations. <laughs> Stephen is a nice name. Shall we call him Stephen? Stephen? We want a dynasty, not a disaster. He's Henry! John! When can I go back to Angoulême? I swear, we will go back to Angoulême to Anjou and Normandy and every piece of land that Philip has taken from me. I will collect a great war chest by any means I can. I will not be the least king. Your hand is cold. My lord! My lord, there is nothing to say against Stephen Langton. He was born in England. He's a famous scholar and divided the Bible into chapters. Yeah. I wager he's the one that put judges before kings. He is a doctor of arts and theology and a cardinal. He has every qualification bar one. I won't have him. The Pope has already consecrated him archbishop. He must cross my sea before he can come to his. John de Grey, if you're acting as devil's advocate, you should be on my side. I fear the Pope will impose an interdict and make us close the churches in England. I fear, unless you accept Stephen Langton, you will be excommunicated. I do not hold my kingdom from the Pope, nor my soul. I am beholden for them to my father. You are beholden to God as every man. Every man is not king. Every man is not Plantagenet. God left us, Master Bishop, when we left France. John, what does this say? John! The Pope can take from me nothing that I treasure. John! 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 So much shouting for John since Henry was a child. Look! Ikyakit and Tomba Rosamundi non Rosamunda. Non redolet said olet, quae reduleri solet. What does it mean? That's strange. My mother was as you are now with me when she found out. What? What, John? Who is it? Here lies entombed in this place. Rose of the world, no rose of grace. Rose of corruption, stinking blows, who once smelt sweet as any rose. Rosamund de Clifford. Forty years ago. My father's mistress. When mother discovered her, they were both pregnant within a day. I think that's what made her hate me, that. Indiscriminate divvy. Oh, I'd hate you too if you do this to someone else. Rosamond led to their separation. To Richard's inheritance, to my lack land and all our old troubles. I can see something shining in a circle. Look, John. It's a crown. The old badger buried her in a crown. My lord! You must not do that. You must have robbed the dead. It's sacrilege. She owed it to me. It has been given to God. He owes it to me. Kill it! My lord. There is nothing. There was... Nothing. Do you say I'm mad? I will not have Stephen Langton, my archbishop. Let the Pope do what he will! By order of His Holiness the Pope, henceforth 
In England, there will be no sacraments of Holy Church performed. No holy masses for the dead, no benediction of marriage, no churching of women, no baptism of children, no blessing of Holy Communion, no penance, no remission of sins, no Christian burial. Lord, have mercy on us. Christ, have mercy on us. Have mercy on us. Every year in February we come to Marlborough for some reason or another. I thought the Lady Queen was looking well. Every year I catch cold. She's early this time. I mean, a girl. She'll either come here at some other time of the year or go somewhere else in February. I hope it's a girl. Two boys in two years. <laughs> Do you remember when she was as skinny as this? Lawrence, I'm not well. It's a pity the poor child won't be baptised a Christian. Nor anyone else born in England. It's a shame. This couple's dying to be wed. Mother's just dying and lying under trees. Were we meant to confess our sins to barn doors and repent in ditches? His grace is persecuted by the Pope. Guts! Tents! I'd be safer in the Pope's bosom than here with you! Back to my clothes. Get on with your work. Leave the government to me! Then want of wise men knack his fullest to sit on binkies. I understood that! If I'm a fool, I'm my own fool and not yours. I didn't close the churches. Not that I can see it makes any difference. The English go on fornicating, God willing or not. It's the price of everything that's worse. What now? You need three pennies to buy something that cost one a few years ago. I buy things. I buy everything. It's since you took the church property. No pray, no pay. Sir, sir, I need money to make war here so that we are safe from lunatic Celts. And when I'm ready, sir, the Lord Marshal is here from Ireland, and Lord de Briers. What are they doing at Marlborough? Go and tell them I'm delayed. The king will be delayed, my lords. Five years since the northern barons refused to serve in Poitou. I've never spent so many years together in the same place. It's Markham in Glamorgan. I'm married. I've got a son aged four. Son? You've been in Ireland? Yes. John had a good progress in the north. He was determined to punish the northerners. He took away their offices and gave them to his Poitavan favourites. He made them pay enormous sums to keep their own properties. They're not used to having a king in England making a regular circuit to keep the law. He doesn't keep the law, Marshal John sells the law. I swear there's not a baron in the country that's not one way or another in his debt, therefore in his power. I grant you he's a stronger king than his brother or his father. But it's for a reason. To regain his heritage. Wipe out the taint of losing. John's a tainted king. His strength's hollow. It's a castle without a garrison. Henry was strong. And Richard, they got friends. John's managed to make an enemy of almost every man in the country. And he's an animal in his use of women. What? What? 
Oh, no, no. I heard the same story against his father. <laughs> and, and, and Richard. And he was the man himself. <laughs> I know the truth about John. That's it. Fetch the Bishop of Winchester and Captain Dattier. Seriously. My lord King, we took advantage of your presence in the West Country to visit you. Oh, you waited too long. We're old friends, old campaigners from across the sea. Deus, we shall go back again together. And if you hide yourself in Ireland, I'll come and visit you. <laughs> Petit, bring some wine. I still have Petit. He's a fool, but he's a loyal fool. Not all fools are loyal. You know Peter de Ross, my Bishop of Winchester, Hello, and my captain, Gerard Dattier. Peter's my last remaining bishop. Well, you know about Canterbury. It's a family complaint. My order. I think I may have heard more than you. I doubt it. I never listened to gossip. Since you closed the English ports to messengers from the continent, I've had letters in Ireland. Stephen Langton is staying at the Abbey of Portini, the same Abbey Beckett stayed at in his exile. Does he feel a halo descending? He has written a general letter to the barons, demanding they renounce their fealty to you. What a traitor! Would they listen to him? Well, not to him alone. But my Lord King, last November the bishops of London, Ely and Worcester pronounced you excommunicated. Give me some wine. Have I got the plague? Are you all so suddenly concerned for your souls? You, my Lord Bishop, you keep a whore. You've done murder, I know. All of you. You've all done worse things than I ever have. Now you're all touched with it. Now I know how my father felt when you betrayed him. My Lord King, when your father died at Chino, I was there. Where were you? I'll make sure I'm not betrayed. Give me hostages for your loyalty. Send me your son. I will send you my son, my lord. You, de Brier, send me your son. I'll stay with you, my lord. I served your father and your brother. My lord, de Brier has no son. Are you deaf? He said he had a son, aged four. Send me your son. Go with him. Take his son. his hair will tell him to be good. He will be good. Matilda, he must go with Captain Dattier. For a moment? Not for an hour or two. Why not stay till tomorrow? 
God, if the boy was dying, there would be more time. No. No, you'll be well cared for. Be a good boy. Another day will make no difference. The Lord King might change his mind. Do you think I should go and plead with him? Or the Queen? She'll understand. She has sons of her own. The boy will be educated with young princes. Dear God, what an education. Let him go. This man will report everything we say and make John more suspicious than he is already. Yes. Yes, there's no cause for any suspicion. You will go with this gentleman to the Lord King. You'll bear yourself properly. Be brave. Not deliver up my son to King Johnny the murderer. He killed his nephew Arthur, who was in his keeping. Woman, you're a fool! A fool to save my son from a murderer! Oh, God. Look down on us for mercy. Protect yourselves. For we will meet again. Go to Ireland. He won't follow us to Ireland. Search the world to find that woman. Ireland was no bigger than a dog's back. Matilda de Briers, your husband has fled to King Philip of France, admitting he's a traitor. No traitor, Lord King. Oh, yes. Now I know who betrayed Chateau Gaillard to King Philip and brought down Normandy to my shame. He fought for you. He risked his life for you. It's a pity he didn't lose it before he was branded traitor. If my husband is a traitor, he should be here, not me. I told you, he's in France. He offered 40,000 marks to ransom you and your son. I refused. There's something to discuss between you and me. Why don't you charge me? Bring me before the court and have me tried by law before judges. This is a court, Matilda. I will give you justice. What you can give, you can withhold. I've never broken the law. Thou shalt not kill. Now, where did you hear that story? From de Brias himself. He wasn't there, you know. Where? At Falaise. Where poor Arthur died by accident, trying to escape from Falaise. Brias was at Rouen, betraying me. If he died at Falaise, where is he buried? Eh? I don't know. What, your nephew? The Count of Brittany? The heir to England, Normandy, Anjou? I don't know! We were at war! I'm not on trial. You. You. You accuse me, an anointed king of a terrible crime of which I am innocent. Arthur was a boy. My dear brother's son in my keeping. Your little boy is in my keeping. Have I harmed him? Well, have I? King. Descended from kings. Why, why do you say these things about me? Look. Neither my father nor my brother had hands as clean as mine. Yet I'm the one that slandered and betrayed. If I had murdered Arthur, I would have no compunction about murdering your son. Would I? Forgive me, Lord King. 
Matilda. Matilda, it's not as simple as that. You've taken our land, take the ransom and let me and my son go into exile. What guarantee have I that you won't repeat the story? Trust me. Or if you must, let my son go and keep me hostage. I will trust you, Matilda. I will release you. But I will keep your son. You will not lie again. Kill me and let him go. It was the truth. Arthur was murdered. At Passion Tide in Rouen Castle. The lie. He was at Falaise. He was blinded and maimed at Falaise. Then he was brought to Rouen. It's a traitor's lie! He was in a cell below the chapel. It isn't true. It was Good Friday after Mass. You were drunk. Drunk? On Good Friday? What a and lie! down to his cell at night. Arthur was blind and crippled. I suppose you were there. Huh? Huh? Strangled Arthur with his chains. You pushed his body through a grating into the river. He isn't buried anywhere, my Lord King. He is in the River Seine, where you put him after you had murdered him. What a lie! <laughs> you will go to prison for that lie. You will not eat until you eat that lie! died at Corbeil. He had no will left to live. He charged King John with the murder of his wife and son at Corfe Castle and of Prince Arthur at Rouen in 1203. Nothing can be proved, Master Langton, and if it could, what difference would it make? John is already excommunicated in his country under an interdict for five years. The English must be as insensitive to God as they are to everything else. Nothing but force will remove John. How can I agree to the invasion of my own country? King John has seized the church's property. Must we then seize the whole kingdom in order to restore it? King John has infringed common rights. Must we, in the name of some rights, wipe out all rights? I won't argue with so eminent a scholar as the Cardinal of St. Chrysogenus, but I assure you, you won't defeat him by argument, because you have principles and he has none. He's more capable than Richard, more ruthless than Henry. He's the devil's own king. Forgive me, but I must make one last attempt to bring him to his senses. I'll go to Rome and ask His Holiness to issue an ultimatum. King John must decide by June of next year to submit to the authority of the Pope or be deposed. And who will depose him next summer? I will by invading England. You see, my Lord Archbishop, 
In the last analysis, all matters of principle come down to one man killing another. The last analysis is God. That's what I meant. Langton won't do. Why couldn't there have been another Thomas Beckett, a rebellious angel? I don't need Langton. I already have the pledges of the Northern Barons. I am greater than the King in London. More than that, every hour he lives, John makes another enemy in England. When I raise my standard, he will be alone. Your standard, Fitzwalter? My lord, will you be king? The young Prince Henry will be king, in name. I see. You crush the snake and rear the snake's egg. Uh, what army can these lords you mention raise? Want to match John's mercenaries and his great men? The Marshal, the Earls of Chester, Salisbury, Derby, Warwick, John himself, who in three campaigns subdued the Scots, the Irish and the Welsh. <laughs> but uh, you know England better than I do. And when you're regent, or had you some other plan in mind? I came to ask for your support. I'm a king. I use men like you as torches to be ignited and cast away when they're spent. Next summer, Pope Innocent will preach a crusade against England. My army will invade England under the cross and the standard of my son, Prince Louis, King of England. Fitzwalter, kneel to me and swear fealty. signal for the invasion is to be the death of John. When it's done, make your escape. You know Nottingham? Town is full of men mustering to the army. You'll be well paid. I assure you this is no murder, only the execution of an evil man. Coming to an end. You'll be the first to leave the room. Then you start with me. <laughs> well, my Lord Dubesky, you come late to council. We were discussing the expedition to the Welsh marches. I would have liked to have gone to Poitou this year, but these men will have it otherwise. They'll pay. I hold the sons of their chieftains hostage. Lord King, Robert Fitzwalter and I... You must wait, Dubesky. You are not the most important baron here, nearer the least. You will speak in your turn. Lord King! What, have I... you become excitable because I let you keep your castle at Annick? <laughs> <laughs> I can speak among my peers. My Lord, Eustace was anxious because we have an urgent matter to discuss in private with you. What matter? Tell it to the council. It is a matter of treason. What? Concerning a member of the council. What? Which one? Come on! The dagger's out! Strike home! I cannot say. But we have witnesses in that room who will name him. You're not safe here. Couple us. Save the king! Here's the traitor! John! Enjoy it. If I gave you a good dinner and a fat girl after, that would be torture. My lord, this Peter is well known. He comes from Wakefield. But he follows the crowd. He predicts everything. From swine fever to doomsday. Never anything good. I never heard a prophet say you're in for a golden decade ahead. Only chancellors are fools enough for that. Do you know, Fitzwalter? John, you're going to lose your kingdom before next Ascension Day. You're mad. You're mad. Oh, yes. I pour ashes on my head and roll in cow dung. You go to hell and eat live coals. You'll writhe in devildom. You'll come to nothing. There'll be you, agony. Then there won't be you. Then there won't be agony. 
Get rid of him. What do you mean? Have him whipped out of town. What do you think I mean? My lord, there's more to this. Fitzwalter and Dovesky have left Nottingham. I had their lodgings searched. Fitzwalter left nothing behind him, being an old hand. But Dovesky, from Philip of France, calling on all men to rise against you, a proclamation of Stephen Langton, an account of an army of invasion and a fleet lying off the coast of Flanders, the signal to be the report of your death. This madman likely saved your life. I sent men in pursuit of Fitzwalter, but he will have arranged his escape. Dvesky will probably go north. Gerard, march your men north to Annick and destroy the castle. Take hostages of all Dvesky's kinsmen. Hang the Welsh hostages before you go. Let it be an example. We'll take the army to Dover. Reduce Fitzwalter's castle to rubble and let him go hang. I want a fleet of ships assembled at Portsmouth before Lent. What day, Peter? Ascension day. Marshal, muster every baron, knight, and freeman in the country to meet us at Dover at Easter, as they love us, and on pain of losing their freedom. Let every man defend England. My lord, this is the moment to make your peace with Pope Innocent. You have his ultimatum until June. Accept Stephen Langton. Deus God, he cannot be worse than Thomas was. Before Ascension Day, I'll show you which one of us is mad. I will make such a reconciliation to Pope Innocent that he will love me more than Stephen Langton. But a prodigal had not such a homecoming as I shall have. Let him but lift the curse from us. And then I'll open my war chest. Let out my alliance against Philip. Next year in Normandy, Marshal! Shall we keep England first? I'll order his release. Oh, no, you won't! Let the madman stay in prison until the event! Let the madman go. and freely yield to God and to his holy apostles Peter and Paul and to the Holy Roman Church our mother and to the Lord Pope Innocent and to his Catholic successors the whole of the Kingdom of England and the whole of the Kingdom of Ireland with all their rights and appurtenances for the remission of our sins and for the sins of our whole family, both living and dead, so that we hold them from him and the Roman Church as a vassal. What day is it? Ascension Day. Hang the Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free, and be not entangled again with a yoke of bondage. St. Paul to the Galatians. Pax I swear to love and defend the church 
to restore the good laws of my ancestors, to do away with all bad laws, to judge all men in accordance with the just judgments of the court, and to render his rights to every man. Lord, we've been parted altogether too long. By divine grace and the intercession of the legate of the Holy See, Lord Pandalf, we are ourselves again, but better than ourselves. For now we hold our royalty from the Lord Pope, and England is a papal fief, a rebellion against us is a rebellion against God. The king allowed you to return only at my insistence. I'm responsible for your behavior. Are you responsible for John's behavior? Or must we now refer everything to the Pope? I didn't know he was going to make Pope Innocent titular sovereign of England. I didn't approve either of the offer or its acceptance. But it's done! All the suffering has been forgotten, all the oppression has been forgiven. The king has sworn to rule by law. <laughs> He makes his own laws, and now it is the dogma of the church. This is a new dictatorship, when king and priest are the same. John Pope, Pope John. He swore his coronation oath again at Winchester. Ha! He swore it at his coronation. There is a precedent for a stricter definition of the oath. There is a charter of Henry I. Your Grace, there have been oaths and charters. Kings have made them and broken them. Good kings are good, bad kings are bad. We are all compiled of good and bad, my lord. I will remind you of this king's predecessor, Henry. And I will remind you of your predecessor, Thomas. The king is about to lead an expedition to France to reclaim Poitou. Don't you go to Canterbury. John is his father's son. Of your mother. You can't come with me because you're my heir and you have to stay here. Richard's going with you. Your brother's going to be shown to the crowds to whip up, please God, some enthusiasm. You can come later. Hmm? Why can't I be shown? I'll show you in a minute. When can I come to France? When I've won France. When I have beaten Philip on the anvil of the Great Alliance. Boulogne, Louvain, Flanders, the German Emperor. When I have seen his bleeding entrails deposited in Saint-Denis. Oh, God of war, give me a victory! <laughs> what are you doing? Henry? Mama is here. What is he doing to you? Are you mad? What are you doing with him in here? Go and find Richard. Go and fight Richard. He's only four. You'll lose. You know he's sensitive. What is the matter with you? Is it the gout? It suddenly struck me how I am like my father. He began with nothing and forged an empire so great. 
that men said he was the devil's man. I began with nothing. He called me Lackland. And dear as God, I've been through fires that wouldn't have disgraced hell. Now, this great alliance can't fail. The last time, Isabella, we lacked money. But I've acquired a treasury greater than Henry ever took to fight a war. I will have everything he had again. I will give them as he gave them. Henry will inherit England and Normandy and our old lands of Anjou and Maine. Next year, he will be crowned in Rouen. Richard, do you love Richard best? Maman loved Richard best. Richard will be crowned Duke of Aquitaine and Count of Poitou. Joanna must marry the Lord of Toulouse and join Toulouse to Angoulême in the south. John will have nothing. You have no son called John. <laughs> <laughs>